Welcome to Buildcasters, the podcast that's all mecha all the time. I'm the Macabre Chap, and today I'm joined by... What's up, everybody? This is Sentai 5. It's very early. Let's talk about Gundam. And we're joined by a very esteemed guest whose toy reviews we've been watching for years. Hello, everybody. I'm Bolt Matrix. Thank you so much for having me, guys. When you replied to our DMs about appearing on the show, it was like, wait, what? We were completely, (laughs) completely, yeah, we were not expecting that whatsoever. Well, I am a fan of all things Mecha, and it's odd to find anybody who's willing to really talk about Gundam. So it's like, yeah, okay, let me see what happens here. (laughs) We were actually shocked in the past, like growing up, as it were, since my teens. I've been watching your reviews, but mostly for like Transformers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And Power Rangers slash Sentai to an extent. Not so much Gundam. I didn't actually know you were like a Mecha Mecha fan until I happened oh. on some um, LBX videos that you did. Uh, Dan Senki. Yep. Yep. Dan Senki. Um, I've actually been watching Gundam since, oh God, since I was like 13 or 14. So <laughs> I had moved from Maryland to Pennsylvania and there was a Suncoast video there. And I had been buying a magazine called Protoculture Addicts. Um, some of your older viewer listeners might might remember that thing. And they had some Gundam stuff and I never seen Gundam at the time. And then finally I found a VHS copy of the original MS uh, 0079 first movie. And I watched it. I'm like, okay, like Easter's just around the corner. I want more Gundam. I need more giant robots in my life. And that's where it started back in the early to mid nineties for me. And it's never let up since. Was that, was that the, um, the Gundam movie with Brett Noah having a British accent? Yes, it was. And let me tell you, <laughs> seeing that, like I watched it originally back then and I hadn't seen the original, uh, the 0079 movies until, oh, years later. And I'm, I saw it on Cartoon Network when I was in college and I'm like, wait, some of these voice actors don't sound right. So when I went home, I grabbed all those VHSs and brought them to school mm-hmm. and sat down and watched the movie. And, I'm, and my friends and I were all like, wait, these guys don't sound right at all. <laughs> That was quite the dub. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) The Gundam movies are how I first watched 0079. I haven't actually seen the series proper. I've only seen the movies, the one, two, and three. I've I've seen all the series. Just watch the movies. Don't bother with the series. It's hard to go back to. In in fact, if you go back and look at the history of Gundam, that series, the 50-episode series, almost killed Gundam. It was the movies that saved it. Yep. Yeah. Like, yeah, the fact that they had those movies, that was what brought everybody into it. The movies and then Gunpla. Yep. yep. The movies, yep. the Gunpla, and Zeta to an extent as well. Because I'm I'm currently watching Zeta now, mm-hmm. and it's actually pretty darn good. Yeah, Zeta's one of my favorites ever. <laughs> Unless you are a mother, a sister, a fem- a woman in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of problematic, but that's a yeah. different discussion for a different day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks, Tomino. <laughs> I think my current favorite Gundam series uh, on the UC side is 8th MS Team. Uh, on the non-UC side, probably 00 Season 1. Oh, yeah. So on the UC side, I'm, I'm kind of tied between 08th MS and 0083. On the non-UC side, I, I have to go G. Like, G is probably <laughs> one of my favorites because it's so different. There has never been anything like it before, and there hasn't been anything like it since. And there never will be anything like it again, to be perfectly honest. No. Yeah, I know. It was one of a kind, man. So cool. it was it was one of a kind, and it it also got me right when I needed it. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. If that makes any sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense. 
Yeah. So today on Buildcasters, what we're here to talk about is the 58th annual Shizuoka Hobby Show and all of the Gunpla announcements from it. Well, and then Transformers announcements as well. But obviously on Buildcasters, we primarily talk Gunpla. So, um, Fives, do you want to start us off? What for you is your highlight of the Gunpla revealed at the Shizuoka Hobby Show? And then we can like go through the releases, etc. Um, For me, really, it's the... The HGUC Penelope, really. That's like, that thing's a beauty, man. And I can't believe they, they even announced it. That's like something that was like a jaw dropper for me. Because I was just I was just amazed at how the prototype looks. So that's that's really it for me. So a stupid question about that. It, does that have the armor that comes off? And and or does it have an, uh, an MA mode? It's got an MA mode. Did they show it or did I just miss that? Um, I don't think they showed it, but I would assume it could transform. Otherwise, that'd be really dumb. Yeah, one would assume it can transform because um, the Penelope is a combination of the Odysseus Gundam and then I'm not sure what the name of the um armor unit is, but I, one would assume that the armor unit is removable. Although knowing Bandai, it might not be and then they might release the regular Odysseus Gundam as a P-Bandai release, which I would be annoyed by, incredibly annoyed by. <laughs> so in other words, they're going to do it. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> So next, well, from the regular releases, um, we also have the HGAC Gundam Sandrock, which was announced a little bit before Shizuoka Hobby Show, but it was shown in its full glory at the Shizuoka Hobby Show. Um, that'll be out in September, and that'll be priced for 1,620 yen. Um, so guys, thoughts about the HGAC Sandrock Gundam? It wouldn't have been my first choice for a release from Wing, but it's pretty cool, though. I mean, I like it. I like the Sandrock, but... I've always thought that Sandrock was a little bit underwhelming designed wise, but they did release all of his troops already. So it stands to reason that they're going to have the Sandrock and then you're going to be able to get the rest of the desert fighters. Um, do you mean the Manganax? Yes. I can never remember the name, name of those things. <laughs> Me neither. I actually forgot they had names. Yeah, there's so many customs. And they're releasing a pack of like 36 of them for like a crazy, crazy amount of money. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you got a troop build, you might as well go all in. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Next, after the Sandrock, still wing related, a line that I really like and I've just ordered from, um, we've got the SD Gundam Cross Silhouette Wing Zero EW. The price of that is to be announced, as is the release date. I like the Wing Gundam Zero EW. It's not my favorite version of the Wing Gundam, but um, it's pretty nice. And the uh, SD Gundam Cross Silhouette line is pretty nice. My SD Gundam Cross Silhouette Gundam Ground Type, Nudge Nudge, 8FMS Team Nudge Nudge, is on its way to me, as is a nice. uh, Cross Silhouette Frame, a uh, Cross Silhouette Booster, and a pair of Mr. Basic Hobby Nippers 2 by GSI Krios. I, I spent a bunch of money at HLJ when I got paid last month, so yeah. Just wait for that to ship. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you, man. <laughs> the only cross silhouette I have is the crossbone Gundam. That's really it. And I'm pretty impressed with it. Did you get the cross silhouette frame as well? Or did you just build it on the normal Absolutely. SD frame? Oh, okay, you did oh, get no, a cross silhouette I, frame. I got a cross silhouette, yeah. Because awesome. uh, my, my hobby shop had it. So I was like, all right, let me pick it up real quick. See what this is about. <laughs> have you panel lined it or not? Uh, Actually, yeah, I did. Thank goodness. What, with Gundam markers? Uh, of course, yeah. Nice, nice, nice. I hate panel lining, but I did it. <laughs> it's necessary. Straight build and then panel line. That's fine. You don't need to do anything else. Painting, not necessary. Just straight build, get rid of the nubs and panel line. That's it, really. Bolt? 
I'm not the biggest fan of the SD Gundams. I've gotten a few in the past, and they always fell apart on me. <laughs> so I would build them, put them up there, and then over time, they just never would... They couldn't stand the test of time for whatever reason. And that was maybe 10 years ago, 10 plus years ago. The one thing I do like about SD Gundam is I love the more unique designs. Do you remember the SD Gundam show that appeared in the US here? Oh, yeah. yeah yes. With like Captain Gundam. And Mm -hmm. I like the more unique designs or the more original designs as opposed to taking a current unit and then turning it SD. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. That show was Superior Defender Gundam Force. I mean, obviously I live in the UK, but the reason I know about it is because, well, my family are from Jamaica. I went there frequently on holiday and we got American Cable in Jamaica. So I watched Superior Defender Gundam Force along with Yu Yu Hakusho and other stuff that didn't originally air in the UK. So yeah, it's pretty good. I really liked Captain Gundam and I've been trying to look for a model kit slash figure of him, but I can't find one anywhere that isn't insanely priced. Yeah, they they did a very short run of the Gunpla. What they were trying to do at that time was push actual toys, not the Gunpla. So they were doing the same thing they were doing with G Gundam, where they were pushing that 8-inch or 6-inch toy line, and they were trying to push the MSA figures as opposed to the Gunpla. They also were trying to push those collectible minifigures. I remember they sold those a lot, too. Yes, I remember those. Uh, Gundam was being pushed heavily in Toys R Us at the time. Yeah. Not so much in Walmart. I'm trying to remember. Uh, that was a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, was that like not too long after Wing in the United States? I would say about like three, three years, maybe two, three years after Wing. Roughly. Yeah. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Because uh, Wing in the United States aired in 2000 slash 2001, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was 2000. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you're close cool. enough. <laughs> I have mixed feelings on Wing. Yeah, I don't like it as much on my rewatch than I, as a kid. Honestly, it could really use three movies separating everything up. It really could, actually. <laughs> that, yeah, and they could also edit out Relina Peacecraft. Please. <laughs> No, just just redo the character and give her some common sense. Please. (laughs) In fact, do that for everybody. (laughs) Um, She should be more like the uh, lady from Iron Blooded Orphans. I'm trying to remember what her name is, though. (laughs) Not um, Mikazuki's baby moms, the other one. What's her name? The one who becomes president of the Mars Federation at the end. I actually forgot her name, too. Uh, Yeah, yeah. You mean uh, Relina Peacecraft 2.0? Yeah, pretty much. But she has more agency about her, sort of. Oh. It's really bad. I can't remember anybody's name from that series. Well, from IBO. Yeah. I mean, I remember most of the characters' names. I just can't remember hers. R.I.P. Biscuit. R.I.P. Biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. I mean, I really liked IBO, but what happened to Tekadan is a crying shame. I know, man. Uh, but then that dude um, kills the evil guy at the end while he's on the toilet. That's kind of wild still. <laughs> That is big world. Anyway, back onto the Shizuoka Hobby Show releases. The next thing we have is something I could possibly get, but it's actually kind of expensive. It is the RG RX-93 New Gundam, which is priced at 4,536 yen, and that has a release date of August 2019. Guys, this is a must purchase. I would imagine that you're both going to get this at some point. I, I'm not going to lie, you're going to hate me for this, but I've never been a huge fan of the uh, the new Gundam design. I like the high new better. I don't hate you, because right? I prefer the high new Gundam as well. I like the symmetry. 
exactly that's that's really the main reason for me but oh man this looks this looks really beautiful it really does <laughs> it does i want i actually wanted to get the the unicorn one of the versions of the unicorn because mm. my hg version like all the red parts like don't really stay on that well so i want to get something that's like gonna stick on better fair enough but i think if i see this in person at my hobby shop i might get it mm. it might push me to get it on the spot since it's right there but we'll see fair enough Bolt. i am in the same boat, I'm actually not the biggest fan of the new Gundam. I much prefer the high new as well. <laughs> a lot of people do. It, yeah, it's weird because I've never understood why I don't like it. Because I know a lot of people that absolutely love the new Gundam, but I'm just not the biggest fan. And then it, it wasn't until a while ago that I realized just how big this dang thing is. It's one of the biggest like single mobile suits as a Gundam. So I didn't realize that. And then it's kind of plain. I don't know why. I don't know why I've never really liked it, but I love the Hainu. So yeah, an, an RG Hainu Gundam would be absolutely awesome. Yes. That would be instant buy right there. Please. Yes. <laughs> or yes. even um, an RG version of, even if they did it as pre-Bandai, the, um, the Hainu Gundam Rabe from uh, Build Fight is amazing. I would, yes. I would absolutely oh. buy that as well. Yes. I, love the col- I love the color on that. That's so yeah, it's really, really nice. Next, we have the figureize effect parts Jet Burst Clear Yellow, priced at 648 yen, and those will release in August 2019. And we also have the HGCE as high grade Cosmic Error 1144 Destiny Gundam and the 1144 Destiny Gundam Hein Western Flues Custom. Those are priced at 2,376 yen, and those will release this month, uh, May 2019. So, guys, thoughts on the Destiny and the Figurize effect parts? I want the Figurize effects parts because I can use those for a bunch of different things. Yeah, same. I'm not a huge fan of like any one to one with uh, Destiny Gundam kit because I have one. I have the original one from the Seed series when Seed was airing, mm-hmm. and I don't like the weapon choice for it. Mm. I don't like the foldable weapons. I actually broke my cannon part on it because the piece that connects it to fold it just snaps so fast. Yeah, this is annoying. Now, was that the one four one one forty four? Yeah, it's the uh, the high grade version. Okay. Oh, okay. I have the original one one hundred destiny and that model kit is a pain in the butt because it's so back heavy that Mm -hmm. it can't stand up right you have to put it on your stand yeah i mean i like the design it's just i don't like the weapon choice i don't like the whole you know the weapon swivel down under the arm Mm. thing i don't i Mm -hmm. hate that i think that's like one of the worst design choices for a mobile suit (laughs) that's just me I don't like the Destiny at all, like in any way, shape or form. I hate the design. I think the only thing I like is the pilot. I mean, Shin Asuka is... I hate Shin Asuka. I mean, he's, he's less annoying than Kira Yamato. So, um, yeah, but I don't like the Destiny. I'm My favorite Gundam from Seed, well, my favorite main Gundam, main in inverted commas Gundam from Seed is probably the Strike Freedom. And I wouldn't mind a revive HG of the Strike Freedom. I'm not sure if one came out recently or not. I think... I think it did, actually. I think it did. I know they released a cross-silhouette version of the Freedom Gundam. I mean, I'd even take a cross-silhouette Strike Freedom, to be honest. And even if it's P-Bandai, I'll import it, whatever. But just give me more Strike Freedom and less Destiny. Because the Destiny Gundam fucking sucks. Give me some of the original, like, three from the beginning of Destiny and the beginning of Seed. Like, give me the Abyss. Give me a better Gaia. Give me a better Chaos. Actually, no, you can leave the Chaos out of there. I don't really need another Chaos. The Gaia Gundam, I love that mobile suit. Yeah, the Gaia. 
give me the Gaia, give me the Abyss, give me the um, Buster, give me the Duel, give me... Uh, actually, you can leave the Blitz. I think we've had too many Blitz and Blitz versions with all those different astray, gold astrays. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I think there's one more astray I want, which is the astray outframe. Because I've been trying to oh. find the 1100 um, Dragon Momoko version, and you can't get it for less than $90, $90, which is ridiculous considering it's a third-party kit. Which one is the Astray Outframe? It is from Gundam Destiny Astrays. It is piloted by a journalist. It's based on a Testament Gundam originally. It's the one with the giant with the camera on its shoulder, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, and the Testament Gundam is the one with the giant, I'm going to punch you, fist shield. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> It's not too dissimilar to the um, Astaroth Origin. Well, in terms of color scheme, anyway. Okay. So next, we have um, the GSI Krios Bandai Spirits New Nipper. Um, have any of you guys managed to have a look at this or seen what it looks like? I, I have no. not. I forget what kind of nipper I had. I used some, something else from Bandai. I forgot. Paid a pretty penny for that one. You don't use the God Hands, do you? No, I don't. It was whatever my hobby shop had. I have to go back and take a look because I know they still have like a lot of those nippers. Yeah. I mean, I want to get a pair of the GSI Krios Mr. Hobby EX single edge nipper. Oh. Apparently they cut similarly to the God Hands, but they're like half the price. That's good. I was also looking at the USA Gundam store, single edge bladed nipper. They're apparently really good. Some of the guys on Gunpla Club, which is another podcast that focuses specifically on Gunpla. I think they said that those nippers were pretty decent. I think Zaku Aurelius has used them as well. But again, I don't know how much import charges would be to the UK and whether I'd be able to import them at all because they might count as an offensive weapon. So there's that Ooh, too. That's real. Yeah, UK laws on importing blades are very, very specific. Damn, even if it's packaged? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll see what happens if I can get my hands on those. So um, on to the thing that you've all been waiting for, the premium Bandai Gunpla releases from the 58th Shizuoka Hobby Show. So first of all, we've got a crossbone variant. Everybody loves the crossbones. Everybody loves the crossbones. So we've got the MG1100 Crossbone Gundam XO. That has a price of 4,572 yen and a release date that is to be announced. Uh, what do you guys think of this? Should it be premium Bandai? Kind of? I don't know, but I really do like it. Silver Gunpla, pretty cool. Some of the plastic has metal injected into it to give it like a gloss or something. But you know that's going to be a bitch for nub marks. Yeah. You know me, man. You know I love the Crossbone Gundam and... I have a huge desire for an anime, which will probably never happen. I'm reading the Crossbone manga at the moment. It's actually really good. It's good, right? <laughs> I wish there were more HG releases for the Crossbone mm. because I know there's quite a few. I think like the X, I forget if it's the X1 or X2. It's like a P Bandai exclusive. Yeah. So that's a pain in the ass. There were four Crossbone Gundams, I believe. There's the XO, the X1, uh, the X2, and the X3. Okay. And then obviously there's X1 Kai, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Yeah, I know, I know it's very popular in the uh, the 1100 scale all the time. I just wish there's more HD 144 releases. <laughs> yeah, because um, me and Fives like primarily like HG 1144 as well. Me personally, I really want to go all in on this cross silhouette line because um, I like SD Gundams. More the G-Generation style SDs that aren't like super, super deformed. But this cross silhouette line, like if you get the cross silhouette frame, it's a fully articulated inner frame in an SD gun up, which is like really, really cool. So I really, really like that line and want to see more releases from it. And I wouldn't mind seeing this and the other crossbones released in the cross silhouette line as MGs. Even if they're P Bandai, I'll use a service like Bai and purchase them. Oh, I forgot to mention, I got a narrative C packs the other day. Did you? What, HG? Yeah, HG, yeah. Nice. 
stop in my hobby shop real quick. I was like, wow, I was not expecting to see this here. Let me cop it. <laughs> Bolt, what do you think of the crossbones? I think it's cool. Mm. I, I'm a fan of the crossbones, primarily the original one. I also like the the one that has showed up in Build Fighters Try. I also oh, like that yes. one. Oh, crossbone Mao. Yes, yes, yes. That's probably my favorite crossbones because okay. it's just so bonkers. <laughs> this crossbones, the Gundam X Zero, really reminds me of the Evangelion Unit 4 for some reason. Except with shotguns. <laughs> oh yeah, the weapons. The weapons are so cool. You know, yeah. I, I can see that. I can see that. <laughs> I mean, I look at this and I just think, why is there an Ava Gundam? <laughs> <laughs> you know the the weapons remind me of the uh what the hell is that red gundam that was released in ibo uh i think it's the astaroth origin yeah astaroth origin has a <clears throat> giant ass shotgun <laughs> reminds me of that does it yeah it does i have the kit somewhere in my room have you built it yet yeah i built it i built it oh, okay quite a few years ago fair enough and that one was panel line sir <laughs> There has to be more uh, accessories that come with this Gundam, though, besides the shotguns. Yeah, there must be. It's probably but, a kick-ass sword that comes with it. Yeah, probably. The only other thing I'd, I'd have to say is these pictures are not very good, but it was at a show, so I'm sure with oh, a release date of TBA, they'll probably give us some real or some official pictures probably later in the year. Yeah, because yeah. it's a P Bandai release, and the photos that come out of P Bandai kits are always impressive. So we'll probably get some better photos later on. So the next P Bandai release I've got here is the HGUC 1144 Mega Bazooka Launcher Conroy Custom and the HGUC Dodai Kai. Um, you guys might have to inform me about these two because um, I'm not so much familiar with either of them. So the Mega Bazooka first appeared in Zeta, Zeta. and it was okay. used by the Hayukushiki. And it actually was literally like you put the Hayukushiki in the gun and the gun flies around. Wait, what? Yeah, it was awesome. So wait, the Hayakushiki was the bullet. No, no, it was like it was like its own mobile armor, but it needed a mobile suit in order to work. Yeah. Oh, okay. So imagine um, in in Transformers parlance, imagine um, the original Megatron having Galvatron like riding Galvatron around in space. Is the <laughs> yeah, yeah, best yeah. way I could I could talk about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I've got it. Yeah. And what's kind of funny is that unit, the Mega Bazooka Launcher actually became the handheld weapon of the double zeta so it's kind of like a target master yeah well no it, it's just a gun that gets rebuilt into another gun oh okay okay it doesn't actually transform into a gun for the double zeta i think the zeta itself had its own like version of it not as big or as like right as it was about it was like half the size it was hand carried yeah. yeah yeah oh okay cool cool so yeah the dodai kai is that from zeta or Yes, that is from so. Zeta. Because I've only uh, seen the, the first 10 episodes. Yep. so Yeah, it shows up later. Um, oh, okay. I'm not going to spoil anything, but the somebody from the past shows up in a different mobile suit and rides it. Yeah. Amuro Ray, one would assume. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. yeah. Yep. I guessed as much. <laughs> from when um, Emma said she met Amuro Ray. I thought, mm -hmm. this guy's definitely yeah. going to turn up later on in the series, 100%. So does he not um, ride a Gundam in Zeta then? Nope. Nope. Does he know Quattro Bagina is um, Char? Yep. Uh, yep. Im like, almost immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't battle? It's those new types, man. Yeah, fair enough. They know everything. Uh, yeah, they, they, don't, they, don't, they don't fight each other. No, no, they don't. And though 
I can't remember how far does Char's counterattack take place after Zeta? I think like six years. Six years, five Is it years, six years. Six five. It's okay. six years. Because Zeta takes place in UC eighty seven and Charles Counterattack is UC ninety three. Okay. okay. And double Zeta takes place in eighty nine? Eighty eight. I think eighty eight, right after Zeta. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Directly after. Sentinel happens at the same time as Double Zeta, I believe. Right, right, you're right. Yes. Even though I haven't seen a lot of UC stuff, I kind of like have a little bit of knowledge because I've read some of the manga and the photo novels and found whatever mm-hmm. can be translated and so on and so forth. So next we have a couple of Advance of Zeta kits. Ah, yes. The Hazels. Yes. So we have the HGUC Gundam TR6 Heisenthle 2. That's priced at TBA and its release date is TBA. And then we have the MG1100 Gundam TR1 Hazel 2, which just says tentative, and the MG1100 Jim Quell Hazel Reserve Unit, and that's tentative. Guys, Advance of Zeta, what are your thoughts? So I don't know much about the Advance of Zeta because I don't believe it's been fully translated yet. No, it hasn't. Okay. The one thing I do like is just how absolutely bonkers the Hazel gets because it's like the... um, Crap, I can never remember the name of the uh, of the third Gundam from 0083. It's like that on steroids, because you just start attaching other drone uh, mobile suits to a core, mm-hmm. and it yeah. just starts growing in size before you end up with something that resembles Unicron. Uh, Dendrovian stamen. Yes, yes, thank you. I love how insane it gets later on, but I don't know much about the story. I think it was just like Titan's research units or something like that. Yeah, I believe so. I think that's pretty much what they were. Because um, Advance of Zeta, I think, I'm not sure entirely, but I think it takes place in uh, UC85, I believe. I'll have to confirm that. It took place during Zeta. Oh, did it? Double Zeta. I thought it did. I could be wrong. It's Advance of Zeta, so I would assume that it takes place beforehand. Mm-hmm. Since Gundam has been going so long, you end up with the, what I like to call the Star Wars effect, where yeah. <laughs> the late, like the stuff that is supposed to be in the middle of two of the older series, looks so futuristic compared right. to everything <laughs> exactly. else. It's like, wait, you had a mobile suit that plugged into different mobile suits that is effectively a combiner of sorts that have drones on top of them, that have mega launchers on top of them. What is going on? (laughs) Exactly. I feel the same way. (laughs) That's why the Hazels are just like, yeah, they look too advanced for what came around the time of Zeta. Yeah. Although, to be fair, the Zeta Gundam is a pretty nice design. Oh, it's so beautiful. uh, And it's kind of timeless as well. So beautiful. I would agree with I would agree with that. To this day, I still think the Zeta versus the O is one of the best fights. Oh, absolutely. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm yet to watch that, so don't like spoil it. I mean I don't mind like minimal spoilers. We won't like no, no. what episode in Zeta does it happen in? Almost towards the end. I think the O shows up in the last five episodes, I wanna say. Yeah, I was gonna say that fight happens, I think, the second to last episode, I wanna yeah, say. Yeah, the second to last episode. Okay, okay. Cool. Yeah, Zeta's Zeta's pretty good so far. Considering it was made in the 80s, the animation's pretty sweet as well. So are you watching the original 50, ru- 50 episode run or are you watching the movies? I'm not watching the movies. I'm watching the original 50 episodes. I've been advised by a friend of mine, an IRL friend of mine, uh, not to watch the movies for Zaya. Yeah, it changes the ending. It, yeah, it changes the ending. 
What I would do is I would watch Zeta and then watch double Zeta, then go back and watch the movies for Zeta. Because some of the stuff that happens at the end of the movies for Zeta actually ties into double Zeta and makes some of that transition between the two series make a little bit more sense. Okay. okay. Though I'm, though yeah. I'm warning you, double Zeta is a weird series. <laughs> the first half is a comedy okay. show. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the first episode was just ridiculous. But it's... I have a feeling I'm going to like Double Zeta. The problem is it's not a good comedy show. Oh, okay. That's the problem. Like Vandred good or like not that good at all? No, no, no. We're not talking... No, 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 no. no. Like Vandred is its own awesomeness all unto itself. Okay, you like Vandred. Cool. Yes. That's one of my favorite mecha anime as well. If you like like Vandred, I strongly recommend you pick up Die Guard. Uh, Made by Zibek. Yes, I will watch that. Yes. I will watch that when I get a chance. The the tagline of Office Workers Saving the World is, it's fantastic. It's a great show, especially if you're a mecha fan. And it's kind of like watching Gundam, but in like current, like 90s Japan. They tried <laughs> to make a Gundam and it works sort of, but not really. <laughs> I'll, I'll definitely check it out. My anime watch list is just ridiculous. Like, I need to separate out the mecha stuff from the non-mecha stuff as well. I've got like 50 titles on each, probably on each side. Oh my god. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Best of luck. After the Hazel stuff, we've got the RG1144 double fin funnel for the new Gundam. Price TBA, release date TBA. Why this is even P-Bandai, I don't know. And then we've got the RG1144 Talgis 3 which is priced at 3,024 yen for a release date of July 2019. This absolutely should not be P-Bandai. However, you Americans are lucky because it's just been revealed that it's getting a P-Bandai release in America. So you can currently pre-order it now and it will ship in July. Where? Where can you pre-order it? I'll send you the second Soundwave video in a minute, but apparently okay. Bluefin have set up a P-Bandai USA store. Bluefin still exists? Yeah, they're Bandai's official distributor, apparently. Were they even at Toy Fair this year? I don't know. I, I think I think I think they were. They just didn't reveal anything like completely new. I think I think they just oh, okay. put out like all their current stuff. But there's a bunch of controversy with them at the moment as well over the judging of the GBWC um, American Championships and how it's become like a social media contest, etc., etc., etc. But again, <laughs> uh, different discussion, different show. Uh, and then obviously we covered the Manganek stuff. So and now we are going to go on to Transformers Robots in Disguise. Hey. There's a bunch of awesome Transformers being released, including Masterpiece Black Arachnia, which looks insane. Like absolutely insane i don't know how much that's going to cost you're probably gonna have to sell your organs on the black market to be able to afford it so all the pre-orders for the black arachnia are up right now it's going to be about 140 i have it pre-ordered from um uh, hobby link japan right now Mm. uh you can also go over to big bad toy store or tf source or the chosen prime or any of your favorite stores should have a pre-order up. Uh, Hobby link Japan has a pre-order for one fourteen thirteen right now. Huh? Wait, wait, what? 114 us. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Let me just get my wallet, exit the discord and <laughs> I just dropped it into the chat for you guys. Oh, cool. thank you very much. I am about to empty my wallet. I mean, I've spent enough money at HLJ already this month. They're about to get even more of my money. So for those of you who don't know, Black Arachnia was a character on the original Beast Wars series that started airing in uh, the early 90s. And she is a spider. 
She is also probably, um, I guess her design would just best be described as femme fatale. Yep. Would you just agree? So she transforms into a black widow. (laughs) No one really thought that this was possible, but somehow Takara has pulled it off. Massively pulled it off. They did a really good job. When you were saying, um, if you know about Beast Wars, like that's the Transformers me and Fives primarily grew up on. Yep. We were big Beast Wars fans as children. I mean, I still have my Magnapos, to be honest, in perfect condition in its box somewhere. Oh, it's awesome. The American release, not the Japanese release, unfortunately. But still. Yeah. <laughs> Magnaboss, great set. I finally great got my Optimal top. Optimus tra- after 23 years. Really? Oh, jeez. Yeah. I've always wanted one as a kid. I just never got one until like Hasbro did the... Uh, power of the primes release ah uh, okay. okay okay so you've got that one you don't have an original no i will oh, i wish i did again i've got that somewhere in the loft dude that's awesome yeah my parents spoiled me when i was a child well with transformers they did anyway that's awesome so we've also got a leader class galaxy upgrade optimus prime and a masterpiece movie megatron the megatron i'm not so hot on but the um galaxy upgrade optimus prime looks pretty cool is that from war for cybertron uh regular so- cybertron so the toy itself is based off of Transformer Cybertron, which is the Optimus Prime from Transformer Cybertron, which was a series in the quote unquote yep. Unicron, Unicron trilogy. trilogy. Yep, we grew up on that too. So yes, yeah, we did. So I actually didn't watch the original, or I'm sorry, the dub version. I watched and downloaded the subtitled version. Galaxy Force. Galaxy Force. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I am staring at this very figure that we are talking about right now. Mm-hmm. So um, my good friend, Grim Lockamus, um, customizer extraordinaire. You can follow him on Twitter. Oh, I love at, his work. At Chrome Tyranno. I'm, uh, I'm about to. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, got some he, awesome work. Oh, he has some absolutely fantastic customizations. And he is a, is a good friend of mine. And he lives over in Wisconsin. They get figures way faster. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, I was just in Wisconsin like a week ago visiting my brother and I saw the, the Galaxy Force Optimus Prime. I was about to get it and then I was like, oh, it's not going to fit my suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> so I am both happy and sad to report that it is an awesome figure in all of its modes. Mm-hmm. However, the figure's hips Specifically, the pins that control the legs doing the splits mm-hmm. are so loose, I can't keep the figure standing on some surfaces. Because oh, if man. it's a slippery surface, it just does the splits. Is there any way to take those out and thicken those up with like super glue or something? <sighs> no, you can't take them out. But I am talking to a couple of other customizers that I know to see if I can introduce some like pledge or something into the joint or into the pin Mm. to tighten it up. So I'm going to be actually heading over to target today to get some of the uh, pledge floor polish to see if I can um, see if I could do something to get that uh, a little tighter. I didn't realize you guys had pledge in the United States as well. Hmm. Oh yeah. It's been around for years. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) Speaking of transformers, I have like a shopping list when I've like finished buying all the gunplay I want this year. Um, so I need to get the uh, Nemesis Prime figure that came out as the Amazon exclusive. Mm-hmm. Uh, Power of the Prime's Nemesis Prime, because I love that figure. And Nemesis Prime is just like my favorite Transformer of all time. I want to get the Triple Changer Optimus Prime, which was from the, uh, I'm trying to remember, Titan's Return. Titan's Return, I want to get him. That's the one that turns into a city, right? No, that's the one that turns into a plane and a gas tanker. 
Oh, that's awesome. Oh, the Voyager class figure, the one that's okay. uh, the repaint of Octane. Yep, that one. I want that one. Okay. Uh, I've already got Double Cross. Well, he's not called Double Cross in Titan's Return. He is called... Uh, twin Twin something. Twin... Twin Therno? Something like that. Yes, Twin Therno. He's my second favorite Transformer of all time, because I like double-headed dragons, because he's kind of similar to King Ghidorah, who's my favorite kaiju. So um, are you planning on getting uh, the hunger from the Terracons? Probably, yeah. Okay. Just a hypothetical question. In terms of Transformers figures that you really want them to release, if you could pick one for the rest of this year, what would you pick? Like, What's your most wanted Transformer that you want to like a reissue of or a new version? Uh, both of you, Fives and Bolt. Oh, hmm. I would really like to see a reissue of Deathsaurus from Transformers Victory. Wow. We've never gotten anything reissued from TF Victory. I, w- I would really like to see some of the figures that, you know, we here in the U.S. have never seen. Wow. I would love to see Star Saber. So what, you had to import Star Saber? He's never been released in the U.S.? No. Nothing from Victory or Zone has ever appeared in the U.S. No way. Yeah, it appeared in Europe, but never the U.S. I'm sure I'd be able to probably find one not that hard. So I have a knockoff of Star Saber that is in multicolored fashion um, (laughs) that is okay, but I would much rather have uh, Dethsaurus. I know uh, my buddy Thu, he's a fellow Transformers reviewer, Thu Adams. He got to play with a Dethsaurus, and that just made me want it more (laughs) after seeing it. Because the transformation is really interesting. It doesn't go anywhere, any way, the way you think it would. You would expect it to transform kind of like a Grimlock would, but it okay. doesn't. Interesting. I want re-releases of the Horrorcons, the Headmasters. Um, oh, is it Eight yes. Face and Snapdragon? Yes. Yes, I yes. want them with modern engineering because I like triple changes. And I really like dinosaurs slash dragons. A Snapdragon re-release would be awesome, especially because the original toys are terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. <laughs> I have I have the original Ape Face. Uh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Ape Face is better. I have played with the original Snapdragon. The original Snapdragon is a garbage. Uh, Ape Face is okay. Okay. It, it transforms differently than you might think it does because... The plane kind of folds up into a block, and then both the robot unfolds in one direction, and then the ape will unfold in a different direction. So it's actually kind of cool engineering-wise, but I agree with you. I think we need new horror cons. And I have a sneaky suspicion that one of them is coming. I swear there was a leak of like a deluxe or a Voyager of Ape Face a couple of months ago. I think we're going to get one Mm. in Siege. But, I mean, who knows at this point? Because they're rebooting the entire Transformers line again with Siege. And then next year, it's going to be something else. War for Cybertron. Uh, Who knows? Icon. I don't know. In the toy line. Sorry. In, In terms of the Generations toy line, is it War for Cybertron at the moment? Or is it Siege? It's Transformers dash War for Cybertron colon siege okay and that's like based on the war for cybertron game right nope the animated series has nothing to do with the game or the animated series what the fuck so what is it based on exactly then nothing absolutely nothing it is based on them going back to the beginning are the designs at least cool the siege designs are absolutely fantastic this is the line that gave us a new flywheels which is the combination of a tank and a jet that both merge into a single robot that's pretty cool is siege optimus any good 
Siege Optimus is absolutely fantastic. It's a Voyager class, right? Yes, yes. Or is it Leader? No, it's Voyager. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might, I might have to add that to my Amazon basket. So I would also add to your Amazon basket, I would consider picking up a Siege Leader class Shockwave. That is an excellent figure. Mm-hmm. And any of the Deluxes. All of the Deluxes are great. Is there a Siege Nemesis Prime? Not yet. But there probably will be. There most likely will be probably later in the year. Uh, Since they're not doing BotCon anymore. BotCon got cancelled. What? Yeah, so BotCon doesn't exist anymore. The company that ran BotCon (laughs) called FunPub was purchased by Hasbro. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. So Hasbro has folded um, BotCon into a Hasbro-based convention. I cannot remember the name of it, though. Okay. And they did it last year, but I think they're skipping this year. Oh, that sucks. It's not well, Hascon? Hascon, yes, that's oh, what it is. it is. Okay, okay. Yeah, um, Hascon is not happening because Hasbro is threatening to move their headquarters from Providence, Rhode Island to LA and California. <laughs> Why? Tax breaks. Oh, okay. That makes sense. The amount of tax breaks they would get from moving to LA, I think it was something like they would go from paying only 70% taxes to like 10% taxes. One would imagine that because Rhode Island is New England, it's run by slightly more progressive left-leaning Democrats, whereas LA, obviously, hey, we love capitalism. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. Yep. (laughs) And we have no way to pay for anything! Yeah, I can imagine like public services in Los Angeles are terrible. Wait, do you live in, you don't live in Los Angeles, do you? No, no, but I have several friends that do. And some of the companies that I've worked for in the past used to have offices there. Okay. And it was crazy because they could get away without paying. They didn't pay any property tax. They didn't pay any like state tax. Like some of their purchases were funneled through subsidiaries in that state because they got away from paying any taxes on things. It was it was nuts. Wow. I I like how like California is seen as being some sort of like utopia, like progressive utopia. But that's only if you're rich. Yeah, California is expensive. I mean, like you guys all know about Skid Row in Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, and London looks like it's getting that way. I'm not going to talk politics too much. However, I'm sure like my feelings on inequality, socioeconomics and so on and so forth are painfully obvious. And on that note, Bolt Matrix, where can we find you on social media? Oh, you can find me a lot of different places. You can find me on Twitter at Bolt Matrix. You can find me on Facebook that I don't really update all that much anymore at Bolt Matrix Reviews. And you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash Vault Matrix. And Fives, where can they find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, a plethora of other places at Sentai5. Oh, you can find me on YouTube at Sentai5 Official. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Macarp Chap. You can find me on SoundCloud at the Macarp Chap. I don't know why I just said that because that's got my music on there. Uh, so ignore that. You can find Buildcasters on Twitter at Buildcasters. You can find our new show, Radio Cosent, um, that I'll be doing with Sunglass Pre that covers Ultraman and Lesser Known Tokusatsu on Twitter at Radio Cosent. That will be premiering in July with uh, an episode to coincide with the premiere of Ultraman Tiger, the first Rewa era Ultra. You can find our brethren in the Legion of Boom on Twitter, at Legion of Boom, L-E-G-1-0-N, of Boom, 
Bolt Matrix, thank you very much for appearing on this episode. It's been a pleasure. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. It's been been awesome. Both me and Fives were having a discussion. We've been watching your reviews for years. Yeah, I was like, damn. I can't believe we really got him on. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it either. And I forgot to bring up Dan Bulsenki, but we can do that on another episode if, if you'd like to come back at some point. <laughs> sure, I'd love to. Um, yeah, I'm, it's very good, though. It is a very unique series. It's very Japanese, though. It's that <laughs> whole idea that, oh, you give a small, you give a young teenager, in this case, not so giant yeah. robot, and they will save the world. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I know they're never going to release it, but the um, Danbul Senki W game, I want that to be released in the West because I have the first game, LBX, Little Badders Experience, and I absolutely love it. And I've noticed that Level 5 and Bandai have started re-releasing um, some of the Danbul Senki kits. Yes, yes, they have. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting my hands on those, especially, um, is it Orion? No, not Orion. What's Banya Martino's second kit, his second LBX? I know he has Achilles first. I couldn't tell you anymore. LBX Odin. That's it. I want my hands on Odin because I like things that transform and it transforms into a jet. (laughs) So, yeah. And on that note, Buildcast is out. Say bye, guys. Catch you later. This podcast was brought to you by Legion of Boom, the podcast network for everything hero. This episode was produced by the Macabre Chap and Sentai 5, with music provided by Versi Jones. Battle ended. ended.